Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Check us out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like buttons. Or leave a comment. Dennis, do you have do you have that comment you read to me during the break? I do, actually. Okay, so this was uh, in relation to Gilio and I ripping Matt Rule for doing an NFL media tour after he got the Nebraska mm-hmm. job. And at no point, he had excuse after excuse after excuse. No accountability for what happened with the Carolina Panthers, which I yep. thought was a fair criticism. Uh, but I guess it wasn't fair to this one comment. Do you want me to say this individual's name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's from Andy Sinclair. Okay. Never heard these guys before, but clearly a trickle down from the toxic American sports media that peddles negativity and hyper masculinity. Probably won't come across them again since I've outgrown this way of viewing sports. Cheap entertainment. (laughs) I might need to put that in the bio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did he say hyper masculinity? He did. I need you two to be honest with me. Yeah. When the first thing I think of when I think of Joe Ovius is hyper <laughs> masculinity. Yes. Especially when you're talking about Star Wars. Especially. That that has to be the first time. The first time I've ever been referred to as hyper masculine. Well, chalk it off the list there, Joe. You've I arrived. Need, I, you've made it. I I need to catch my breath. You've made it. Hyper met. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's We're what, toxic, too. Oh, yeah. Super, well, I mean, I'm okay with the negativity. Well, because. yeah. I mean, look, I'm a negative guy. <laughs> you know, I might have some toxic opinions on certain matters. I get that. But never, ever, 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 ever in my life have I ever been referred to as hyper masculine. Do you think of me as a barstool, bro? Clearly. If you ever wanted to know I was under duress, I'm being serious right now. If you ever wanted to know that Ovias is in a bad spot, mm-hmm. I've been kidnapped. And the code word for you guys to understand that I have been kidnapped is I will say to you, Saturdays are for the boys. If I was to ever say that, or if I were ever say, let me tell you about this smoke show. If I ever said that. You would know, oh, damn, Obvious is bad. It's down bad. Somebody's, somebody go save, go save him. Go save him. Get the Black Ops. Get the SEAL Team 99. It's time to go get him out of whatever weird dark place he's in. All right, let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete DeRuda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group all right this first one comes from jeff hey joe are you sure there isn't a unc now 
There isn't a UNC now that Karen Shelton has announced her retirement as field hockey. I'm UNC I'm, stuff. I, I'm, I'm going I'm oh, to assume now, that this yeah. was a typo that there isn't yeah. a UNC curse now. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm reading straight off no, the no, page. No, no, no. And, and I copied and pasted straight off the page there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Karen Shelton, the only, the only field hockey coach for UNC when they started up the sport, what, 42 years ago. Uh, announced her retirement, and what a way to go, man. <laughs> Ten, walk it off. Walk it off, right? Uh, along with the greatest player you've ever had of the last five years. So that's what? Ten national championships, I believe, for Karen Shelton. And field hockey was actually part of the little rant you and I had about UNC fans who feel like things are down bad for them because they've had a couple of weeks where they haven't won stuff. You know? November 20th. It's been pretty rough for the UNC Tar Heels, man. Let me tell you. Now, look, there is no curse. Um, there is no UNC curse. There's no K curse. Um, it's not. I mean, I understand that losing can sting from time to time, but perspective, folks, perspective. Congratulations to Coach Shelton. Heck of a career. Unbelievable. Next up. I got a proposition for you. All right, this one comes from Eric. Hey, Joe, if Leary was given truth serum, what would he give as the reason for leaving? I hope Dennis is not the one who gave him truth serum. No. Would you slip him? <laughs> All right. So I don't people. This is always interesting about transfers. Transfers are a Rorschach test for folks, even though all transfers are not created equal. Right. In the case of Devin Leary, I think this was just it's a it's time situation. It could happen with Sam Hartman at Wake Forest. It's time for you to maybe move on. If it's not going to be the pros, maybe you go try to find somewhere else, and they have an NIL deal for you that you might not not necessarily be able to get where you currently are. And I don't think there's any sort of animosity from Devin Leary's perspective. I don't think there's any animosity from the coach's perspective, and I certainly don't think there's any animosity for his departure or his intent to transfer. From NC State fans. I think most NC State fans have been like, hey, man, more power to you. Yeah, I think, as we know from our conversations with him, Devin Leary entered this year with every intention of this being his last year of college football, entering the NFL draft, and carrying on the, the tradition of NC State quarterbacks in the NFL. The injury comes up after five and a half games with the pectoral muscle. And, you know, we've talked about Devin Leary's pro potential in the sense that He's not the biggest player. He's not the most mobile, but he does have an NFL arm. Mm -hmm. That can get you a long way, particularly with the right coach in the NFL, right? But if he can't work out for NFL teams and his arm's not at full strength, well, it doesn't make any sense for him to enter the NFL, maybe go undrafted or maybe try to you know sign as a free agent somewhere and catch on in training camp when he could make decent money, life-changing money, playing one year of college football, maybe at Notre Dame. Maybe it'll miss. Maybe Missouri with Eli Drinkwitz. Who knows? But it doesn't make any sense for him to close the door on his college career when he doesn't have to. Also, from NC State's perspective, by the way, when you have MJ Morris, you know what? You want to see what you have in MJ Morris for the next three years yeah. or or however many you get because nothing is promised in college sports anymore. Next up. How you doing? All right, this next one comes from Steve. Hey, Joe, which has a greater chance of happening this year? North Carolina gets five inches of snow or state basketball gets ranked at some point? Oh, man, we could all be blessed with five inches. I am of the belief that uh, this is all totally anecdotal. I have a lot of oak trees in my yard, and it was a very heavy acorn 
fall. Okay. Which tells me the trees know something we don't. Now, I know that oak trees will have different varying degrees of acorn droppage. I know there's a cycle of any time between six to seven years in terms of acorn droppage. But you know what? I don't care. In my brain, more acorns means more snow. That's what I'm telling myself. Hmm. All right. I could buy that. Yeah. But I also know NC State would need to beat a bunch of good teams. Yeah. There aren't a bunch of good teams in the ACC. No. NC State's probably going to finish around the 500 area in the league. So, no, they're not going to be ranked at any point this so year. So, what you're saying is we're getting five inches of snow. What was the question? More likely? More yeah, likely. more likely it happens. I'm not saying we're going to get five inches of snow. I'm just saying I know NC State's not going to be ranked at so, any point. So, by that logic, more Joe, likely, Joe Giglio is guaranteeing five inches of snow. He stated it. He stated it. <laughs> okay. I believe if it doesn't happen... We'll get you over to WREL. We did get a 20-inch storm once, right? Uh, that was, I didn't imagine that one. That, no, was, that no. was the famous Michelin man coming down west. west, west no, no, no. Uh, That was, okay, so I'm trying. God, I've been, we've been living Give me the so right long. road, at least. Glenwood. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was on Glenwood Avenue. The the AT-AT Walker Photoshop, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Photoshop, the Glenwood Yeti. Avenue, the Yeti. Yeti. That <laughs> was from... A, a very quick snowstorm that I remember getting stuck at the radio station. That was the same day that the Duke-Carolina game didn't happen because Duke's bus never got to Cameron to take him to the Smith Center. So I think that was 2014? I think Maybe? 2013. Or 2013? Okay. The 20 inches of snow, the snowmageddon, the true snowmageddon, right. That was 99,000 okay. in that time range. I do remember it happening once where I was like, okay, now this, because again, I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. I had more snow in my hometown yeah. my senior year of high school than Nome, Alaska had. That's crazy. Okay? That's That's crazy. why I'm here. That is legitimately why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So I remember the one storm where it was the 20 plus, or maybe it was like 22 inches or whatever it was, and I was like, okay, now. This is real snow. Yeah. You know what it actually was, though, Joe? It was like 2000. But you know what it actually was? What was it? It was real snow. It was real snow. People like me from the North were like, oh, people in North Carolina, they can't handle snow. No, no, no. People down here can't handle ice. People nowhere can handle ice. Which, and that's the big folly that people who move down here are like, oh, man, they get, they get three inches of snow and they shut the whole town down. No. 20. We get ice, and it shuts everybody everywhere down. 20 years ago, we had an ice storm. Yes. And I remember that shut down downtown Raleigh for uh, for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. So, Because I was living downtown at that time. That was 20 years ago. There's a funny story about that that I can't tell on the air related to the neighbors, hmm. but I can tell you guys off the air. Next up. Whoa. All right, this next one comes from Ethan, a.k.a. The E. Hey, Joe, has Andor saved the Star Wars universe, and why aren't more people watching it? That's our guy, Ethan. It is the E. News and Observer, longtime photographer. The best there is. So, you all know how I feel about Andor. I'm actually in the process of rewatching the first season of Andor with my kids because they were very much... My kids have hit that point where, eh, Star Wars, whatever, which I totally get. But I tried to explain to him, like, this isn't your typical Star Wars. This is not like, hey, look at the cute baby Yoda. This is, it gets serious with the Empire stuff and whatever. It's incredibly well acted. It's on location with practical sets. I, so if, if Disney were to go in a direction with Star Wars that you, you gave us more of the Andor stuff that goes for critical acclaim, satisfies people like me 
where I've been looking for things that aren't so like, let's insert a child into this thing, like they did with Obi-Wan, with like child Leia, which I don't need to see. There's a there's a Patton Oswalt um, bit from years ago making fun of the prequel trilogy, where you know he's making fun of the fact that George Lucas is like, all right, I'm bringing you the prequels, and we're like, oh man. We're going to see Darth Vader at the peak of his powers? Like, Darth Vader just wrecking fools? It's like, actually, no. We're going to give you nine-year-old Darth Vader. Like, wait, huh, what? Yeah, yeah, and we're also going to give you all these... Like, nobody wants to see that. Um, but I also understand that Star Wars is trying to get younger fans, and that's where The Mandalorian comes in. But do some stuff for the older fans. That's where Andor comes we're in. We're big fans of Alan Sipamal, who writes for Rolling Stone now. Yeah, yeah. He put out his list of the top 20 shows in 2022. Andor was number 10. Sounds about right. Number six, show that you and I watched, Bear, The Bear. Oh, really? Yes. Dude, The Bear yes. was fantastic. Pretty good. Where was the dragon? No, he's never been a, a GOT guy. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Number two was what I thought would have been his number one, Better Call Saul, which means you know he has a high opinion of Reservation Dogs. Yeah, that's gotten some good reviews, but at this point in the year, there's no way for me to watch any of this stuff. So next summer it is. It's the OG. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovias. We'll head to the Military Bowl next. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovius. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program. If you miss anything from today's show, check it out on the best of the OG podcast. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. And on our YouTube page, just look up 99.9 a fan and hit that subscribe button. So Duke is off to the military bowl. They're going to be taking on UCF. I've only been to Annapolis once in my life. This was, oh, that's a shame. And several years ago, I uh, drove through, and I had I had some of the best crab cakes I've ever had in my life at this place called uh, the Boatyard. I think, it's, I think it was called Boatyard. Amazing. Uh, great experience. I can't. And I want to get back there. I know. I can't believe your dad didn't drag you to a Navy game there. A great experience. Never did. You never the, did. Uh, the coolest thing about that stadium, you know how like some places have like you know Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Some yeah, places yeah. have like you know uh, ACC champs, nineteen whatever, World War One, <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> like there you go. Back, this is what we won. <laughs> back to back. Steve Beck joining us from the Military Bowl again. Duke and UCF uh, going to be playing in that one on December twenty eighth. Steve, how are you? <laughs> 
thanks for joining us here on the OG. Like, it, it, football's is it, but obviously with the, the military bowl, there is a military tie-in for this event, uh, and the game benefits the USO. And also, Patriot Point, I'm familiar with the USO. I actually just watched a cl- clip of Stephen Colbert uh, going up to visit the Space Force in Greenland with uh, Sturgill Simpson. But I'm not too familiar with Patriot Point, and I don't know if our listeners are too. So what is Patriot Point, and what is being benefited here? Well, Patriot Point is a, a retreat center for our nation's wounded, ill, and injured, their caregivers and families. Uh, the Military Bowl Foundation purchased that about uh, six, seven years ago. And it's really just a tremendous place. It's fishing, crabbing, hunting, uh, fitness. Uh, we have kayaks, paddle boards, boats. Um, you know, it's it just a great place to enjoy the outdoors. And uh, we've been very fortunate. Last year, we had 49 retreats down there. So it's very active and it's run by a 100% disabled uh, former Navy SEAL and his wife. And we're, you know, something we're very proud of. And, uh, and really, it's just way, way more than we ever expected it to be, really. Steve Beck is the executive director of the Military Bowl. He's joining us here on the OG on the Heaster Automotive Group Brotline. That's Joe Ovius. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Steve, I don't want to jinx it, but we haven't seen the Military Bowl, believe it or not, since Mac's first year. The, the last time I turned it on was Carolina and Mac really running it up on Temple. That was tw- that was December 27, 2019. 20, everything's askew with the pandemic, of course. And then last year... BC, another ACC team, ends up scotching the whole thing for you in ECU. So I've got my fingers crossed. I got my toes crossed for you that we're going to see Duke for the first time up in Annapolis and taking on a really good UCF team. Yeah, I appreciate that. Last year was really a hard one. You know, about 25 hours before the game, after spending you know five days, both teams five days up in BC, and uh, you know having that cancel was really tough. But this year, you know, we got a hey, we got a great matchup. I mean. Duke had a, obviously a fantastic year. Just looking at their their schedule, you know, lost what three games by eight points, and the other one, you know, Kansas was fairly close too. They're very close to an unbelievable season. They had a great season, uh, but uh, could have could have won a couple of those other games as well. And then of course UCF, you know, they were in the championship game uh, against uh, Tulane, so they've had a great year too. Um, Navy did go go down there and beat beat them, which was uh, amazing. Uh, so just some somehow Navy does that to teams. I mean, they beat East Carolina and UCF this year. Go figure. But uh, anyway, we're really excited for the matchup. I, hopefully Plumlee will be okay. The quarterback from UCF, UCF he's a dynamic player. And, uh, of course, you, you know about uh, the Blue Devils and their quarterback. He's done a great job as well. With the playoff expanding and the bowl games kind of, you know, they're get, you're getting crunched. There's no doubt about it with the portal and players going pro and opting out and everything else. How do you try to keep your game relevant, and how do you see a way to really keep the bowls? You know, because a lot of do, a lot of people do look forward to the bowls, and there, there's a nostalgic play there. But how do you look at it, and how do you see your role in in, in college football's postseason? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that uh, you know the, going to the 12 team playoff is really going to affect the bowls that much. There will still be a need for bowls. Uh, you know, they let teams in now at six and six. It used to be seven and five. Um, but then, you know, some bigger conferences were complaining that their six and six teams are way better than X, Y, Z, but then had open, open it up to everybody else. And it's really a reward for a good season. Each bowl, you know, they're, they're spread out throughout the country in different areas where 
kids don't even – I mean, a lot of these kids on UCF have probably never been to Washington, D.C. before, and that happens with us every year. Um, so it's a great experience for the kids. It's a great way to go out uh, for the seniors. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really just a reward for having that great season. I don't, I don't see um, much change going forward uh, in that. Steve Beck joining us, Military Bowl on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius. So before we let you go, you know, there's, it's, there's the game itself, but there's also some activities as well. I know uh, my understanding is that Duke's going to get a – both teams are going to be staying in D.C. Uh, I think Duke's going to be getting a tour of some landmarks around D.C. But for fans, if there's some Duke fans in the area, they're going to be headed up there or people are just looking for something to do uh, between Christmas and New Year's. And they're like, hey, let's go check out Annapolis. What, what kind of events are going on uh, around the game? Yeah, well, in D.C., like you said, both teams, they have tons of events. I mean, they'll be going to the African-American Museum of uh, History and Culture, be doing a private tour there. We've got a Mall of Monuments tour. Um, we have a pack for troops with USO, uh, dinners, you know, uh, Fogo to Chow Duke, I think, is going to one night. Uh, so it's going to be a great time for them. Duke's actually coming up for several days, too, uh, so they'll be able to enjoy the city a lot. Then on the 27th of game day, or the day before the game, we have a um, miracle in Annapolis. It's going to be on West Street. We have the Budweiser there, and it's like basically a street festival. Um, we'll get thousands of people down there. And, and if you haven't been to such a great town for a bowl, it's a mm. small town where you can walk around. There's restaurants and shops and bars and it, it, right there in walking distance of the stadium. So that's, that's really good. So we'll have – that going on then we have um, a scavenger hunt and then a pub crawl that night and then game day we open up with our parade at 10 o'clock it starts at the city dock and then it comes all the way up to the stadium led by the Clydesdales and um, we'll have you know both team bands in there we have 10 medal of honor recipients in attendance and there's about 70 different uh, groups that will be in that parade and it'll lead it up into the tailgate the tailgate also starts at 10 we'll have DJs and food and drink and you know, all sorts of fun uh, stuff happening up there. There's face painting for kids and, and all that. So I would recommend people, though, that they, they do get their hotels in Annapolis. We have them listed on our site, militarybowl.org. Um, they, they will sell out. So, you know, you want to get on that as soon as you can. Steve Back, Military Bowl, we appreciate the time. This game is happening. We're excited about that. We're knocking on wood. Yes, absolutely. Steve, we appreciate it. Take it easy. Me, thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovi. Yeah, I know a lot of state fans were mad last year, but ECU fans, you know, they were ready. They were, they were excited about playing in an ACC team, and, and BC, you know, ends up coming down with some issues, and and hopefully, man, we'll, we'll never have to – we'll have to explain that to future generations. Yeah, well, they tested positive for COVID. Huh, well, what was that, Dad? Well, well, they're also going to ask you, what was radio? Fair. <laughs>